0: You're listening to The Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Experience all the excitement at the casino on your desktop or mobile device at PlayAlberta.ca. Sign up and receive a $50 welcome bonus using the promo code CASINO50. Join
1: us, Brian. Welcome back to the show. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Uh, just ended All-Star break for us here in Anaheim, so... We're ready to get back at it. Uh,
0: Yeah, they come back. The Orders have already played a game. Uh, uh, They played on Tuesday against uh, Vegas. The Ducks haven't played since the uh, 31st. Um, How much do you think the break impacts it? Do you notice it, you think, in the first period? Does Edmonton have an advantage just for the rust factor in the first frame?
1: I would imagine that they would. Uh, Anaheim got their first practice was actually yesterday afternoon. 2:30 2:30 uh, local time, and uh, you know, pretty brisk workout. And then they had kind of an extended morning skate, I would call it today. But yeah, I expect to see some rust. Um, I think it's inevitable, almost. Although uh, it is kind of interesting because some of the teams have come out of break and have really performed well in their first games back. So we will wait and find out. The Ducks haven't had much luck with the Oilers this year, and and I know that they are intent on putting you know much better effort out there tonight than they have so far.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, Edmonton. What eight two and seven two victories, and really, you know, it's not been a great matchup for Anaheim for the last few seasons. Um, it's kind of role reversal because <laughs> for many years the Ducks used to beat up on the Orders for fun, so uh, now it's kind of switched uh, a little bit, I, I guess. Can, can you get an update on, on some of the injuries in Anaheim? Uh, how close is Zigris?
1: Not close. Uh, um, you know, it's a broken ankle for Trevor, and I think he's at about the four week mark right now. And I, I, I believe that's a six to eight week injury. So, you know, we're, we're at least weeks away for Trevor. He's not, you know, I haven't seen him around the rink in the last couple of days and uh, certainly not on the ice yet. Uh, Pavel Minchikov is close. He's not going to play in tonight's game, but um, he was out with a shoulder injury. Yeah. It's been four weeks. He and ziggler got hurt in the same game. Um, so hopefully Pavel is, is going to be back in the near future. Anaheim doesn't play after this game, by the way, until Monday when the team takes off for a, a Canadian road trip and it starts in Montreal on Tuesday. So um, I, I would expect that Minchikov definitely is going to play at some point on this trip and, and hopefully earlier rather than later. And uh, McT- um, As for other injuries, you know, it's, it's been that kind of a year for the Ducks. Alex Kaloran is still out. He has started skating. It's a a broken, or it's an issue with the knee. He had surgery. Um, He looks like he could be maybe a week. He may even join on this trip. And, um, you know, there are question marks about Mason McTavish now. He was not Mm -hmm. at the morning skate today. And when asked about it, the head coach said that he is a game-time decision. So we're not even sure if Mason's going to be part of the lineup tonight or not.
0: Well, and that's a big blow. Right. Uh, you throw in Mason, you throw in Zegris, you throw in Kalor, and there's three of your probably, you know, top six guys, maybe three of your top five forwards that, that are out of the lineup against a team that's won 24 uh, of their last 28 games. And, uh, you know, I look at this, this lineup, uh, Brian, you know, you've been on really competitive teams, you know, and you've covered good teams. And then, of course, you've covered teams kind of in a rebuild in it. You know, you, you have young guys, but it does wear on players after a while. And they're, you know, you, you just wonder with all the youth in Anaheim and, I know they have played better lately, though. I think they're what three zero and one in their last four games. So, are they showing signs of coming around, or are there still a long ways to go in your eyes?
1: I, I think there's still a long ways to go, um, but I, I will say this: last year, um, you know, the Ducks got boat raced pretty regularly. You know, games where they were down five one after two periods, and they weren't really competitive. With the exception of the two Euler games this season and one or two others, they've been a very competitive team. They've, I think they lead the league in one-goal losses uh, so far this year. They're in most it, most games in the third period, they're in it. They're, they just don't have enough talent or experience yet to, to finish games off the way that you would hope that they would finish off. I, I see a lot of improvement this season, even though the record doesn't reflect that. Um, they are an incredibly young team and unfortunately for them, we just touched on the current injuries, but you know, all of their young players, uh, you know, Carlson, who I think is going to be a star. will the Oilers fans will get a first look at Leo Carlson tonight. He hasn't played in either of the first two games. Mm-hmm. He might be their best player right now. And he turned 19, you know, three or four weeks ago. Um, Troy Terry is an excellent player. Um, but but you know what? If if you're missing Carlson, who's been out injured significant time, Troy Terry's been out significant time, Max Jones has is just coming back and will play today. They they've just had one thing after another and it's mostly their young players, you know, like Minchikov that they're really trying to rebuild around that have missed significant time. So that's a big concern for me because this is a year that you would hope would be the development year for your young core to really spend some time together, uh, really give the general manager an opportunity to see where he's at and what he needs to do to build around that core. But unfortunately it hasn't worked out that way because they've just been hit so hard by injuries. It's It's been brutal.
0: Yeah. Uh, we are joined by an analyst for the Ducks, uh, Brian Hayward, former uh, NHL netminder. And, uh, you know, as we're a month away to the, to the trade deadline, uh, you know, teams near the bottom, lots of people are looking around saying, hey, which guys can we get? Well, Adam Harik is is a player I think that, that would garner a lot of interest. Uh, you know what? He's He's 34 years of age, but he can still play. Right, uh, he could be a second line center on a team. He'd be a hell of a third line center, I think, on on a playoff team. Um, do, do you think it's uh, almost a for sure that he's gone? And then, what about uh, Jacob Silverberg? Do, do you think he might be moved as well?
1: Well, you know, both Adam and Jacob are, are you know, two guys on expiring contracts, so a lot of speculation about you know what their future holds. Honestly, I hope they don't trade Henrik because he is one of the you know, one of the voices in the room that I think is really respected, and with all of these young guys around, they they need they need that veteran presence in there. Jacob Silverberg has started to play the best hockey he's played in the last two years, in probably the the two to three weeks prior to the deadline. He's he's just coming back. He had hip surgery during the off season. So he's just kind of getting back into you know 100% skating form right now, and it's really showed the last the last couple of weeks. Um, is it a foregone conclusion that they're gone? I don't know. I, I mean, Pat Verbeek's a GM that keeps his cards not just close to his vest, but maybe embedded in his vest, so he doesn't tell us anything. And I, I got a feeling that you know if if he reaches out to Adam and tries to re-sign him here. Or to Jacob, you know that, that's certainly going to impact his decision. But if they don't agree to a contract prior to the deadline, then they definitely will be moved because Verbeek's not going to let them yeah. just, you know, leave on expiring contracts. He's just not going to do that with the stage this franchise is at right now. And and the same would apply to you know Ilya Labushkin is is another guy on an, on an expiring contract. we're, we're hearing there's. Uh, you know, interest in him as well. But, oh yeah. uh, There's a core group here of young guys, of about six or eight untouchables, and outside of that, you know, Verbeek will ultimately make those decisions. But um, you know, th- this is the team that's going to be here when the Ducks are back as a contender again.
0: How's John Gibson played this season?
1: He's been outstanding. Um, you know, I-, I thought John really wobbled last year. And he got worn down and, I think, more than anything, just depressed by how bad the team was in front of him. But this team defends much better this year. And, again, the Euler games are an exception to the rule. Um, But what I have seen this year is that goalies have a chance here now, Um, whereas last year it was breakaways and two on ones, one after another, it seemed like on some nights. That's not the case. They've cleaned up their acts defensively. They're much, much better. I think they're down over. I think they've improved over half a goal in terms of goals against from where they were at last year, uh, that's a reflection of how much better they defend. And both goaltenders, I think, have played well. So, you know, Gibson still, in my mind, he's a top 10 guy. He he has the ability to steal games. He has the ability, because of his athleticism, to make saves that only a handful of other goaltenders are capable of making. So, John's been good this year. I, I know he's his record doesn't look great uh but i i will tell you that on a lot of nights he's been under siege and he's played exceptionally well
0: yeah it's uh it's an interesting one for him i like i like you know kind of how you said your honesty He was probably depressed after a while like he 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 kind of came into the league and his team was always competitive right uh, uh and then all of a sudden they just haven't been competitive and i would think that would be it's difficult for any player but i think it might be even harder for uh, when you, you're used to being competitive where suddenly you're not and and that wears down on you. Um, but-
1: I, I will tell you this. I lived it in my own career. Yeah. You know, I played on very competitive teams in Winnipeg and Montreal, and even the year that I spent in Minnesota. But when I went to the expansion Sharks, I was a mess because that team was a mess and uh, it does wear on you and it, it starts to affect how you play and then, you know, you lose a little bit of confidence and then you try to do things that you normally would not do because you don't trust that, you know, guys away from the puck are covered and it it just ends up, you know, kind of snowballing on you at that point and and that's what it felt like. I think, for John Gibson last year. Different story this year. Yeah.
0: Brian, thanks so much for the rundown, man. I appreciate it. Have yourself an awesome day.
1: You too. Take care now.